Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1315. Five Fatal Fitness Mental Roadblocks and How to Overcome Them by Daniel Friedman with BachPerformance.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, welcome to a Thursday, April Fool's edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of many podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. And again, a happy April Fool's Day, but even more importantly, happy first day of the Major League Baseball season. Hello, who's with me? No one? Just me? All right then. Why don't I just jump into today's post as we optimize your life? Five Fatal Fitness Mental Roadblocks and How to Overcome Them by Daniel Friedman with BachPerformance.com Most lifters have the drive and knowledge to eat and train their way to a high-performance body, but few succeed. Why? They fail to do what's most important and what makes all the difference win the mental game going on between their ears. Conquer these five mental roadblocks to stay focused. You'll develop the consistent habits and skills needed to build and keep a high-performance body. Roadblock number one, fear of failure. Failure, lack of success. Failure is part of the game. It's everywhere and in every facet of life. Show me a quarterback who's never missed a throw. Show me an entrepreneur who's never failed with an idea or a business. And show me a successful lifter who's never missed a workout, a rep, or cheated on his diet. Failure happens. Unfortunately, many lifters mistake one small failure for definitive proof that they can never lose fat, build muscle, or get strong. So they immediately go into puppy mode and start chasing the next shiny object or seven-day tea detox. By way of antidote, here's some tough love. We are not all special snowflakes. We all need to fail. It makes us stronger in the end. We develop to become resilient. Accept that failure is part of the learning curve. Find out what went wrong and fix it. 
own your failure and get back to it. You only fail when you refuse to get back in the game. Roadblock number two, looking for the hack or shortcut. Searching for shortcuts is a first-class ticket to failure, especially if you haven't done the required work in the first place. The short and easy road is often the quickest route to failure. Taking the hard and long road is the only real way to succeed. So skip instant gratification and the Instagram selfie for the hashtag FitFam. You can't undo years of bad choices with a 30-day challenge, detox, or quick fix. Results don't happen overnight. There is no easy way. The best bodies take years of hard work to build. Here's how. Focus on building a necessary foundation of strength in major movement patterns before competing on the stage or platform. Don't try an advanced arm specialization workout when you can't do a chin-up or bench your body weight, let alone one and a half times your body weight. Count your calories and learn the basics of portion control before hopping on the next fad diet. And don't cash in all your chips for an aggressive fat loss diet when you haven't learned how to put the fork down in the first place. Pay your dues and put in the work. You'll be rewarded with the body and wisdom you've earned. Roadblock number three, all or nothing thinking. The black or white, feast or famine mindset means you're either all in or all out. It's not a healthy long-term plan for success. When you bulk, you eat everything in sight and train like a demon. When you're cutting, your life revolves around counting every grain of rice and going as hard as possible until you hit the wall. How often does that happen? 100% of the time. It's inevitable. This mindset can have its advantages. When you're on, you're on. You're able to push harder than the average person and go all in with extreme levels of discipline, but only for a while. Then the backsliding self-sabotage starts. Here are a few classic examples. Intermittent fasting during the day, followed by uncontrolled binging at night. The classic dirty bulk, resulting in tons of fat gain, followed by an aggressive cut, leading to the classic yo-yo dieting physique. And cheat meals, followed by cheat days or cheat weeks. I'm all for creating habits that work around your lifestyle, but you must accept that you'll need to make long-term changes if you want to see long-term progress. To escape the feast or famine mindset, try the following. Start by reevaluating your goals from the ground up. Define why this goal matters to you. List the behaviors that will lead to success with your goal. Focus on one goal every two weeks. Then add to it and improve. Hire a coach or use a training buddy as a source of accountability to stick to your plan. Good habits take time to develop. Poor practices take dedication to break. With a sustainable plan of action, you can say goodbye to the feast or famine mindset. Roadblock number four, putting one method on a pedestal. It's fashionable to take a dogmatic, hardline perspective when it comes to getting jacked. You know the messages I'm talking about. You need to squat, bench, and deadlift if you ever want to get strong. CrossFit is the answer. Or CrossFit sucks. You have to run to lose weight. Or running sucks for weight loss. The truth is any number of approaches can work if they are built on the real foundations of success. Progressive overload, consistency, and discipline. Most lifters run into problems when they stubbornly apply one method to the exclusion of all others, 
or fail to adapt as their bodies change. One classic example, the former high school athlete who still follows his 5x5 Bigger, Faster, Stronger, or BFS program from high school. This doesn't take into account the 50 hours a week he spends as a cubicle drone, or the back injury he got moving his buddy's couch out of his mom's basement, or the beer gut he grew while spending his 20s failing to outgrow his frat boy ways. Yes, the basics are critical, but your training must adapt to the changes in your body, your lifestyle, and your schedule. That's how you make progress and remain injury-free. Learn, grow, adapt. Again, anything can work given it fits your body, your schedule, is done consistently, and provides progressive overload. Roadblock number five, waiting for motivation. Don't worry about motivation. Motivation serves only the limited purpose of giving you a quick initial impulse to take action. Counting on motivation is like answering those 2 a.m. texts from your ex. It always ends badly. There is a better way. It's the old-fashioned virtue called discipline. You're in control. You can be the master of your own destiny. There is no need to fall into the destructive mindsets we just talked about. You can do better. You can do more. Will you rise to the occasion? If so, take the first step by using a workout that improves your life rather than consuming it, like the minimalist muscle blitz. Your workouts can be perfectly designed for the busy, stressed-out person looking to build muscle in as little as 30 to 40 minutes per workout. You just listened to the post titled Five Fatal Fitness Mental Roadblocks and How to Overcome Them by Daniel Friedman with BachPerformance.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Oof, this was such a fantastic post. I don't know where to begin. I feel like I could simply repeat everything Daniel mentioned and state how I agree with all of his points, but that would be boring for you. So I actually want to address something that I don't think I've ever mentioned before, but I get asked about a lot. 
Daniel mentioned it quickly in his article, and it reminded me. I'll quote the exact line from Daniel's post, and then I'll explain. He said, don't try an advanced arm specialization workout when you can't do a chin-up or bench your body weight, let alone one and a half times your body weight. Did you catch it when he said that? Well, this reminded me of a question I get asked about a lot. Folks will ask me, how do I know when I'm strong? Like, is it good if I can bench press 135 pounds? Is it good that I can squat 200 pounds? Does that mean I'm strong? Well, here are some good rules of thumb when it comes to strength. It's basically based on your body weight. Since your body weight is something that your body is used to carrying around day in and day out, using that as kind of the marker is a good way to go. Let me explain. If you can bench press your body weight 10 times without stopping, you're probably pretty strong. So if you weigh 150 pounds or about 68 kilograms, can you bench press 150 pounds or 68 kilograms 10 times without stopping? If you can, that's a great measure of your strength. If you can perform 20 pull-ups without assistance and without letting go of the bar, I would say you're pretty strong. If you can deadlift one and a half times your body weight 10 times without stopping, you're strong. So in this case, you wanna multiply your weight in pounds or kilograms by 1.5. So again, using the example of a 150 pound person, we would multiply 150 by 1.5. That equals 225. So the strength goal would be to deadlift 225 pounds or about 102 kilograms 10 times without stopping. And if you could squat one and a half times your body weight 10 times without stopping, I would say you're pretty strong. So notice we're dealing with chest, back, quads, and hamstring and glute type exercises, the large muscle groups to test strength. Of course, there are many other ways to test for fitness, like seeing how many sit-ups you can perform in one minute, running a mile in under 10 minutes, and so on. But remember, Here I'm talking about muscular strength specifically. And again, these goals are just a starting point. If they seem out of reach for you, just remember this. When I started getting into fitness, I weighed 105 pounds and I couldn't bench press more than 95 pounds. I couldn't perform a single pull-up. I would just hang there. And even then, I couldn't even hang from the bar for that long. My forearms were so weak. I didn't even know what a deadlift was. But gradually, Over time, I met each of these strength goals. This is not a humble brag. Instead, it's to remind you that if I can do it, you can do it too. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And again, a very happy April Fool's Day to you. But more importantly, a very happy opening day to the Major League Baseball season. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for another Q&A episode and where your optimal life awaits.